Modern times. All modernity is destined to be a past to be analyzed. And what modernity do we live in today? Today's modernity has brought us all kinds of mechanical and electronic toys, but in terms of our lives it has not brought us what was projected on the post-war generation, perhaps the last generation that genuinely thought that their children and grandchildren would live in better circumstances than them. What our modernity has brought is over-accumulation in a few hands, production of objects most of which are thrown away, labor markets in which people are treated as a disposable product, services not associated with any need or even lasting satisfaction. But they generate money circulation, money that is no longer backed by a solid material value, such as gold or silver, but in the trust in the high officials of the country and those who are behind them who seem less and less trustworthy and in general precariousness and dissatisfaction in an increasing number of people. And among people who do not feel precarious at the moment and seem to actually enjoy being alive, the rates of depression and addictions of all kinds seem to indicate the opposite, perhaps trapped in a hamster wheel of consumption, travel, status, power, that feel more and more suffocating and insipid but before which you have to smile because there seems to be no other option. We have had an opportunity to stop and reflect that we let go, trying to get back to the same thing, even when it is said in terms of health that the return to normality worldwide at the current rate would still take several years, and as for the economy about how we will probably never fully recover the old system. And in case of recovering it, we have to remember that we would recover a system that was collapsing. This can start a real revolution in terms of our aspirations. As people are increasingly dissatisfied with what we have pursued throughout our history beyond survival and the basics, competing with others for honors, fame, wealth status, activity status, class status, etc. to the extent that those who promote these values have to convince others and even themselves with a barrage of publicity and propaganda of all kinds and by all means to try to continue driving a machinery of which, perhaps if they were sincere, they would confess that they themselves are tired. But they see no other option. What other option can there be? Nobody fights for a nickel if they know there is a dime. That is, if our satisfactions and aspirations are updated to another state, then providing the basics for a normal life for everyone will not be a problem. The daily struggle to accumulate more possessions and more status would cease, and that would cause an environment of peace, would curb the overexploitation of resources, probably reducing the climate crisis, and we do not know what more benefits the world could get from it. The problem is, what kind of higher aspirations can we discover or generate, or both, to save ourselves from the hamster wheel in which we have been trapped? For that we have to investigate our own nature and the way we relate. The problems that are presented to us give us clues of what we have to study and investigate. The way in which we obtain satisfactions and the way in which those satisfactions depend on others and vice versa. We know that in reality the accumulation of resources in a few hands is not about the resources themselves, but about having something that others do not. The exploitation and competition for having a certain status is not about the title or the activity, but about feeling that you are one degree above those around you. No one would want to be famous and recognized if it were not something desired by many and achieved by a few. What we sell and buy and fight for are essentially our wishes. We know that if the markets did not exploit this human trait, they would sell nothing but food and some clothes, very basic, and they would all live in the same type of place. It is this trait of people that has caused all the development that we have seen so far. It has been the engine behind all advancement and discovery. And at this moment it is also the engine behind the depression and the fall in activities and monetary circulation that threatens to occur in the coming years. Therefore, everything points to our own yearnings and the way in which we relate is what is destined to be actualized, to leave behind the current form and discover a new form among all, to leave behind imaginary and empty satisfactions and discover real satisfactions, in a different interaction, between all. 
This is a battle that arises and is fought primarily in our motivations and thoughts, if it is resolved at that level, there will be no need for conflicts on the physical level like the last two world wars.